Welcome back, episode 35, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Recovery Secrets Part 2, with your boy, um, it's been going on, hmm? I um, obviously decided to split it into two parts, because I was just going, I was going way too deep, um, into the, not too deep, but I feel like there was a lot to cover off, and I was like, ah, I, for, for me personally, um, this actually ties into my first dog point, but for me personally, I know there's a lot, I know I struggle to listen to podcasts that say, are like over an hour long, and there's like so much shit to try and digest, and consume and keep in your brain, I really struggle to actually keep that stuff in there, so I was like, you know what, no, break it down, leave the first three, two or three parts in there, and then leave the next for next week, that way you can actually kind of digest it properly without um, losing bits of information, that wasn't me farting, that was the chair, I promise, Um, yeah, so that brings me, I may as well cover this point off, Jesus, making so much noise today, gosh, um, I listened to a Rich Roll podcast with Simon Hill. It was, it was about three hours long. It was really informative. Um, I recommend it highly. I sent it to Ben to listen to. Um, I The reason I'm saying that is I reckon start from... What happened there, ladies and gentlemen? Cut out for some reason. Um, I was playing with the chords and then it just stopped working. So don't play with the chords. Um yeah, so start from an hour 45 in. Uh, it just, like, the first part is just general chit-chat and, like, vegan-heavy stuff. So if you're not into the vegan-heavy shit, then start from about an hour 45 in. And then they go into some really cool facts on just all-round nutrition. They call, like, the nutrition pyramid. Like, they touch on um, benefits for athletes and just the, the good shit. Like, um, they talk about the superfoods that you must have in your diet, like spirulina, moringa berries that are great for, like, recovery and just keeping your body primed um they also talk about nutrient timing the miracles of beetroot powder and then they talk about protein and like protein absorption um and i just it was fascinating it's you know if 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 you're interested in that kind of stuff give it a listen um i am going to listen to it listen to it again and take notes on it so i can portray or reiterate some of the um information on this podcast but this week I've been a bit like flat mentally and can't really be fucked. So I'm not going to do it until I can be bothered. Um, so you have that to look forward to in the future when I can actually sit down and listen to it again. Um, but yeah, it's just super, super interesting. Like for me, the one of the biggest, one of the most interesting facts I took away from, from it was like the difference between, um, I think... Like, a lot of the time, people think that the vegan diet is, you know, inadequate for building muscle and maintaining muscle mass. And uh, they pose this question to Simon Hill. And he said, the body doesn't know what the protein is once it breaks it down. Like, the way your body works is you consume, say you consume tofu or you consume chicken. Once it's broken down, it's just individual amino acids that go through your bloodstream and, the bloodstream and then they get reassembled at their, t- at their destination. Um, your body doesn't know that, you know, this amino acid came from chicken, this came from protein, hasn't uh, from tofu. It has no idea. They're just amino acids. So the reality is it doesn't matter where you get your protein. It's protein. Um, the amino acids, it doesn't matter where you get them as long as you're getting them and then they can be reassembled at their destination um so i just thought that was really interesting and really cool um another one beetroot powder that's something i want to start taking i'm actually going to write that down because i need to buy some 
um, it's like studies have shown that it improves your cardiovascular, like no, your, hang on, the uh, your ability um, to, sorry, beetroot powder. I can't multitask, hey. See, I can't even spell properly when I'm doing this. Um, yeah, it improves your body's ability to perform at like, so scratch that. Let's just do this as an example, right? So just say I can hold 300 watts for 20 minutes. Um, if I started taking, if I took my beetroot powder in the morning, I could probably hold 300 watts for 30 minutes or 40 minutes. Um, or I could hold 330 watts for 20 minutes. Like it just increases your performance that much. Your body, your muscles need less oxygen to get to them. Um, so it's almost like training in altitude or getting or training at altitude, getting fitness up there, then coming back down with the oxygen rich air um, where or where I am. So pretty cool. So I'm going to start looking at taking that. Um, but yeah, they touch on stuff like that, nutrient timing. It's just all sorts of good shit. So give it a fucking listen. Um, it's on Rich Roll's podcast. Plus, they're both really cool to listen to. They're not, um, they don't have shitty voices. They've got like nice voices. And Rich Roll's just a fucking champion. So give it a listen. Um, that ties in perfectly with the next thing. So Noah, 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 fuck, recommended that to me. I've got to just calm my, calm my shit. Um, Noah recommended that one to me. Um, he, yeah, he, he listened to it. He's like, listen to it. It's, they've got so much cool shit in there. Um, and he raced his, the race, the Malulabar Tri, the Malulabar Olympic distance triathlon on the weekend. And he came fifth in his age group, which is fucking awesome. Um, and he said that means he's basically confirmed to be going to the championships in Abu Dhabi, which is fucking huge so big congrats to noah um i'll have to have another chat to him i'll chat i'll catch up with him during the week or next week just talk a bit of shit not on the podcast but just in general um so that's fucking cool um he put in a lot of hard work so i'm glad to see him rip that one through um what else happened during the week so when did i record this last thursday i think so on sunday oh saturday was pretty it was a pretty flat chat day i didn't train on saturday i just helped my brother out with some stuff um i was fucking exhausted by saturday night went to red sparrow again and it was fucking amazing again um cannot fault that place it is the bomb got the vegan like barbecue chicken pizza again it was just the, the fucking best i loved it i'd almost go there again this weekend you know um so that was fucking sick went there then we get, went and got ice cream at uh what was it well, I got ice cream. Caitlin got another kind of dessert, frozen dessert thing from um, Boys and Girls in Fitzroy. The veggie bar. Like, veggie bar dessert place. Oh, it was fucking delicious, too. I ate some of my... I ate all my ice cream, and then I ate some of Caitlin's as well. Delicious. Um, then Sunday, I went for a run. I had... It was a 16K run planned, but I went for 20. Um, I don't know why, but I did. The... I started off the run, I was so dehydrated, I just felt strung out, which is funny, because I'm talking about, you know, recovery secrets, and I was not recovered, I was just dehydrated as shit, my sweat was so salty, I was like, I had a dry mouth, I could just, I just felt like I had nothing, it was, like I still ran pretty good, but it just didn't feel great, um, felt like it was taking forever, and then as soon as I hit the 15k mark, I was like, feel pretty good, I'm gonna do another fucking 5k's, and then I ran to 20k's and then walk time, um, so, 
I don't know why I decided to feel good at the 15k mark, but I did. It was, um, I started in the dark as well. It's annoying, this daylight saving shit. Like, I don't want it to tick over. When, how long do we have to tick over? I don't want it to tick over because I don't want to, means like winter's, winter's coming. But um, if it, yeah, when it ticks over, it's nice to have a bit of light in the mornings to train in. So it is ticking over in... Oh, jeez, still still a bit. So the 3rd of April, the morning of the 3rd of April is when it ends. So we've got a little bit longer. Um, the Garmin watch, I love flicking through sunrise, sunset, and that's how I tell when daylight savings is. Yeah, so I've got a little bit longer until um, morning's light. I think I have a two-hour ride this weekend, and I'm going to go out in the dark and hopefully finish early. So I'll leave it like, hopefully leave it six that'll give me an hour in the dark and then I'll have to do another hour when it's like a little bit light and then I'll finish four, eight o'clock. It'll be madness. Definitely before nine, hopefully before eight. Oh, depending how tired I am actually. Like I was, um, this obviously comes out on Sunday, but I was talking to Noah. I had plans to go and watch the Melbourne um, 70.3 and I really want to go, but at the same time, like I'm going to wait and see how I feel on the weekend because if I'm fucking exhausted, then I'm not going. I, um, this week's, like I've been really just I've been fucking cooked um I don't know why but I've just been absolutely cooked like so tired so sore which I'll get to in a second um and I just like if I'm tired on the weekend man I'm just chilling out I'm not going to get up early to go watch a race like as much as I want to it's just not no I gotta look after me um as much as I want to see my friends race I gotta look after me so we'll wait and see how I feel on the weekend um but yeah Sunday the run was fucking rough, um, but otherwise, this week's training has been pretty good. I actually bought some new Lululemon uh, shorts on the weekend, some running shorts, the surges. I have been in need of running shorts for a while, um, and then after my run on Sunday, I checked my shorts that I ran in, and I was like, oh boy, uh, blew out the crutch big time, so... I was like, I need to buy new running shorts, ASAP. So we went Sunday and we went to Lululemon and I was like, they're expensive, but they've got the inner shorts. They'll do the job perfectly fine. And they're fucking mad. I ran in them on, um, I, b- I bought two pairs. I ran in them on Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday. And they're fucking sick. So very happy. I'll be running in them again tonight. Um, so yeah, fucking pumped with that. As for me being sore, let's let's touch on my strength training so far this week and probably all I'm going to do this week. On Monday, I did a killer, killer fucking leg workout. Um, it was, I just felt like doing, I really want to work on my squat. That's been my kind of goal, my underlying goal for getting back into strength training. Like I want to get better at my squat. Like my deadlift's fine and it it's going to be fine. Like it's something that I come back to and I'm still reasonably strong. Um, but like I could still lift up one and a half times body weight pretty easily without any training. Like I can just lift it. It's fine. It's like my base level, whereas my squat sucks. So I want to work on that. Um, so on Monday I was like, you know what? I just need to do some like solid squat volume. I think I did like 70 reps overall or something ridiculous. And the way I structured it was I did five. Did I do five or four? Five reps, four reps, three reps, two reps. No, I did I did five, uh, four EMOMs, so 20 minutes. No, it was not. Tw- yeah, it was 20 minutes of work and then two, four, six, eight minutes of rest. Yes, sorry. Um, so I did 
five five-minute imam no four five-minute imams with two minutes rest in between and the way it was structured was like the first five minutes were five reps at 65 then the next five minutes was four reps at 75 then it was three reps at 85 yeah then it was three reps at 85 then it was two reps at 90 for the last five minutes or it might have been 80 80 and then 90 no it was 85 then 90 um and it was like it got it got rough my legs were were hurting towards the end um obviously because it was just a lot of volume i really wanted to get the like the main focus of the whole the whole session or the main focus of that particular component was just to try and maintain really strong form throughout the squat like take my time with each rep really make sure i drove in the right areas kept my abs on tried to brace properly and felt strong throughout the movement and i did it was great um i think the i picked the right weight for the reps as well like i didn't start cramping or like blowing out anything major which was good um in the past i've done workouts like that where i'm like no pick a really challenging weight and then like after the second set i'm like quads are cramping i'm like oh gosh i don't know if i'll be able to get back up and then i'm completely written off for like six days whereas this one i was probably only written off for two days three days three days i'm still sore today so maybe four days um but it wasn't as bad See, that was good. Then I did some knees over toes lunges for the next part, which was really nice. Um, Just trying to strengthen up those knees, you know. And then I did some shoulder stuff to try and help my shoulders get, because I'm doing a lot of, I'm doing a bit of swimming, like 10Ks a week. And I have been for a while, but I haven't done any shoulder strengthening exercises specific to swimming and stuff like that. So I really tried to do a bit of that and did a bit of core and it was great. And then I woke up on Tuesday and I was fucking sore as shit. My legs were cooked. I still managed to do my run and my ride fine. But then Wednesday, yesterday came around. I was like, holy fuck. I couldn't even get down to pick stuff up off the ground. It was ridiculous. My quads were so sore. They still are. This is It's Thursday today. So Wednesday was yesterday. So fucking sore. And then um, I was like... Yesterday I did some strength work um, and I, yeah, I decided again, I was like, no, I want to do more squats. Oh, there we go. Apologies for yawning. I was like, no, I want to do more squats. Um, so I did more squats. I did another, I did another EMOM, uh, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, I think it was. Yeah. Or was it 12? No, I think it was 10 minutes. Actually, I got it written down in my workout notes so I can tell you right now. 10 minutes. So 10 minute EMOM. Uh, two back squats at 90 and eight hanging knee raises. So it was pretty like, it was pretty punchy. It was just like kind of a, not a kept moving. I had about 30 seconds rest each round. So it would take me 20 seconds for the um, back squats. And then it would take me probably 10 to 15 seconds for the hanging knee raises. And then I'd rest and then I'd just repeat uh, for 10 minutes. And again, I tried to focus on really keeping it tight. Like two reps at 90 was like it was heavy, but it wasn't too heavy. So I could continue to come back and really focus on driving. Got to the last round, it was a bit bit spicy, but otherwise I, I felt pretty strong. Really tried to get down, get down in the hole and drive out, which was um, nice. So that was good fun. And then I did some deadlifts, um, which was it was actually a really good fucking component. What was it? It was five. I've got it written down, so I'm going to read it out to you. This was fun. It was five deadlifts with a pause at the knee at 100 kilos, then it was 10 plank rows, then 15 push-ups, and then 20 atomic sit-ups. Um, I did four rounds of that. That was just fucking spot on. Um, but 
that wasn't the punchiest part of the the workout the punchiest part of the workout was component three i did oh i didn't write how many rounds um i did six rounds of one minute on one minute off 12 cal ski and max dead ball over the shoulder uh which was rough um so basically the way it works is you set a timer for one minute on one minute off um then once it goes you get your ski done as quick as you can and then in the remaining time of that minute you do as many dead ball over the shoulders as you can i was getting about 35 seconds worth so i would i hit four four for the first two rounds then it was five six then it was five six for the last four rounds um it was very very painful i did it at 55 kilos it hurt a lot i'll put up a video probably by the time this comes out but fucking man it was rough um it was one of those ones where like your lungs feel like they're gonna come out of your fucking body so like i haven't done any of that stuff lately um it's because i've been doing my iron man shit like most of my efforts are you know like hard efforts for my bike and maybe like three to five minutes long um and then hard efforts on my run are the same like really hard efforts are generally three to five minutes and then swimming the same unless i'm doing a 50 meter but you can't can't you can't replicate the same burn in the swim as you can unless you hold your breath as you can in this um so i don't really get any of those like maximal one effort one minute efforts because i recorded this at like 10 o'clock in the morning you wouldn't think i'd be fucking this tired eh? yeah i don't do any of those short maximal effort efforts anymore because my sport is long distance i gotta be racing for four hours five hours nearly um like i'm not gonna be doing one minute max efforts so i'm enjoying doing a few of them lately i've I've done some pretty rough ones last couple of weeks which has been fun um as i'm calling i'm calling them fit checks so that'll be another fit check uh but it was it was good fun i'm enjoying doing that like blowing the heart rate out and then i finished with three rounds of bicep curls and tricep overhead extensions the good stuff uh, purely for the veins is what i said that's, a, that's really all it was just for the veins um and then what was i no then right oh so i i know like oh this one i don't even know how to fucking mention this but how fucked up are fuel prices at the moment it is really annoying how expensive it is like it's costing people well it would cost me 200 dollars to fill up my tank um which is fucking insane i like i i don't know my view my perspective on this whole thing is because there's rumors going around that the government isn't actually paying more for fuel like it's not actually costing us more to get fuel here they're just putting on like a tax on top of it to try and make some of the money back they lost through covid and I think that's fucking stupid. I think it should be the other way around. I think if if fuel is costing more, the government should be subsidising it because fuel keeps the economy going. Fuel keeps everyone moving in the right direction. It's like a necessity. They should be subsidising it to keep it at a reasonable price so people can still fucking go to work and do things. Whereas if they keep fucking flogging us and charging us this much money for fuel, people are just going to be like, well, what the fuck's the point of driving? There's no point if it's costing you you know if you drive all day for your fucking business that's ridiculous you're going to be burning so much more money just from driving around than you would be just hanging out at home getting a working from home job so i think they're fucking up by making it more expensive they should be taking more care and trying to like i don't know 
give back to us a little bit not be fucking don't be stingy um fucking assholes but it's very annoying i hate seeing fuel so expensive i don't want to drive it's just yeah it fucks me off to say the least um but yeah you know what can we do nothing i just gotta wait it out um and hope for the best uh in other fun news i shaved my legs completely i usually trim them with the clippers but i'm getting sick of doing it every two weeks just like my hair i'm getting sick i haven't done my hair this week i'm getting sick of doing it every two weeks but i know that if i do it this week then the lines are already there and i can just follow them so i think i'm probably going to do it after i do this podcast but yeah i'm getting um i was getting sick of doing my legs every couple of weeks so i've just i haven't shaved them completely for like three years because i was getting sick of ingrown hairs uh so this is probably this is the first time in three years that i've shaved them completely so i'm a bit nervous about getting ingrown hairs because i don't like them they're annoying but it's too late now like the hair's off i've got baby legs thor have baby legs um but they're gonna look pretty jacked i i hope so we'll see how that goes um but yeah shaved them this morning after my ride speaking of uh so it's going back to the workout yesterday i was like i felt pretty good yesterday i was pumping i had a swim yeah i had a swim after after training or whatever whatnot and then uh, i want to get get comfy pull this back yeah yeah had a swim after training um and then i'm just resting this on my sternum i went Oh, where the fuck am I talking? Yeah, that's right. I was like, I felt pretty good. I was like, damn, I'm going to pull up pretty good from this session. And then I woke up this morning and I was like, oh gosh, what have I done? I jumped on my bike and I had a pretty tough trainer set. Um, I ended up having to bail. Like I managed to get the first effort out. It was like five minutes. This is probably going to mean nothing to any of you unless you do triathlon. But it was like five minutes at um, 280, 290 watts, which is like... 95 no it's about 90 percent uh of ftp for me and then it was three minutes at just above at like 105 um percent of ftp so like or no two minutes at 105 so it was like five minutes at a pretty rough almost threshold pace and then it was like a couple of minutes above threshold and it just burnt my legs out on the first one and i was like this is fucked my legs are just cooked um so i had to just not can it but i had to just drop everything right back to where i could manage it which i think is why my training went really well in the last block leading up to geelong because i didn't do any strength work which meant i could hit sets like that and actually get benefit from them um rather than you know for letting them fall to the wayside and not be able to complete them like like what happened today um not saying i'm annoyed about it like i love doing my strength stuff so like i guess it's just going to be something i have to try and play with i have to try and maybe structure shit a bit better i'm sure my legs aren't going to be this sore all the time i'm only three weeks back into it now yeah two or three two three weeks back into it so you know it's going to be it's going to happen um going to happen like that you know but uh yeah it was pretty rough if you ask me (laughs) um also, I saw a video before doing this while I was writing down plans, and it was, I thought, black garlic. So, I thought black garlic was a different species of garlic. Turns out, all you got to do to make black garlic is wrap it in Glad Wrap, 
foil and then sit it in a rice cooker on like the warm um on the keep warm function for like three weeks and then you get black garlic i thought it was like a different different breed i thought you like grew black garlic or normal garlic there was no but it's not i had no idea i thought black garlic was this fancy fucking kind of garlic it's it's not it's just normal garlic that's been left there to like almost not ferment but kind of ferment um for months and it's meant to have a far less strong punchy flavor and just a nice like a nicer more subtle garlicky flavor i had no idea i thought it was a different species anyway that was um i saw that before doing this and i was like i'm writing that shit down i think that's interesting as fuck um and then oh i can't believe i didn't mention this from the get-go i got some new glasses you can't see these if you're um actually i'll put them in there the it's actually oh mate that feels much better i should be wearing these while i do this podcast um i might wear them for the rest i'll put it in the uh on the cover slide photo thing i thought i was wearing my shitty t-shirt just for a second there i wear i've been wearing like i have this i have, have these nike t-shirts that i've had for like 10 years and they're old as fuck like ripped apart thin as and i like wearing them around it's like you could could you could call them a pajama top, and I thought I was wearing that for a second. I was like, oh shit! But I'm not. Oh, wearing a nice t-shirt. Oh my gosh! Anyway, I've tried to plan this so that I know when to shoot off to the other um, other part. So now I will hand off to the section I recorded end of last week. Um, so this is going to be the <clears throat> next few... Where did I get up to last week? See, I probably should have fucking thought about this. Anyhow, okay, physical and mental stress. Right, 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 right. So um, I'm going to palm off to last week's recording. You'll hear... It, it might sound different. I don't know. It'll probably sound exactly the same. Um, you probably won't even tell if I didn't tell you that we're, that we're going to swap. So I'm going to move on to the... next parts of the pyramid three four and five being stress management physical and mental recovery therapies and recovery tools um obviously last week i covered off sleep nutrition hydration these ones are like still very important the next one particularly stress management is very important um then recovery therapies and recovery tools are just like the cream on top the cream and cherries on top of the, the pie like the vegan cream and the vegan cherries on top of the the nice pie they're not uh not super important they're not like the flour and the fucking plant milk they're like the extra little bit on top um so I think that was a pretty good analogy, don't you? So yeah, they're a little bit on top. The the dessert, the nice little nice touch to the meal. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy it, and I will be back as soon as that finishes. I guess you, I don't know if you'll tell or not, but yeah, I'll be back right after that finishes. Enjoy my crew. Up to number three on the uh, recovery hack pyramid, coined by myself, probably not, but anyway. Um, number three on the pyramid is stress management. Now, this is referring to both physical stress and mental stress. Um, physical being training, maybe your work, if you've got a hands-on job, stuff like that. Mental stress is just life, shit that happens that can weigh down on you mentally, you know, family members passing away, dogs getting sick, dying, whatever. Someone being an asshole to you, fucking someone almost, like you almost get an accident, that's mental stress, everything. Um 
So this is third on the third on the pyramid on the way up. And if you can manage your stress, it's just going to make your life a bit easier. Your recovery is going to be better. You're going to be feeling on top of the world. Um, so I'm going to touch on physical stress first, and then I'll go into mental stress. Um, so physical stress, I always struggle with this one. To, I struggle to this with this one to date. Um, really difficult for me to do. I, that's why I have a coach. She helps me a lot. Um, if I was to program for myself, I'd probably bury myself. Um, but like the hard part about this for me, and I'm sure it is the same for a lot of other people is knowing when you're like actually finding it hard or whether you're just pussying out, you know what I mean? Like whether you're actually in need of a break or whether you've just been a bitch. So I really struggle with this one. There are days where I wake up, I'm like, oh, I don't want to train today. And I'm like, but you've just been a pussy. But there are days where I wake up and, you know, I don't want to train. And it's because I'm fucking, you know, I'm really tired and I need a break. So you got to learn where the line is. But thankfully, I have a coach and she does that for me because she knows, she understands, you know, how I go with training and she'll program, you know, ebbs and flows in my program for that. Um, another good way to manage physical stress. So obviously managing your training load overall is the best way to do it because you're essentially managing it before anything goes wrong. You're like, nope, I'm going to, you know, it's like if you're planning to run a marathon, you don't want to, you know, run five Ks in the first week, 10 Ks in the next week. And then you fucking start running 21, 30 Ks in the, the weeks after you, you will end up injured. You need to slowly build up into that. So managing physical stress is best done through the form of a program and actually managing how you're going to approach your training and stuff like that. Um, and taking into consideration things like work. Like if you have a very hands-on manual labor job, like you're probably not going to be able to train as much because you're going to be working your body all day. Um, but in the same time, like you need to take that in consideration with your program. Like if you're training to compete an Ironman and you spend all day, you know, physically laboring, then it's like that's going to condition your body to a certain extent. So you might just need to complement that with some other training and then you'll be fucking ready to go. So you've really got to take into consideration everything you're doing physically, um, you know, around the table. If you have a sedentary job, then you could probably do a bit more because you're not doing enough during, like you're not doing a heap during the day. So your body's in a good position to do it. You also might need to do a bit more stretching because you're sitting down. Um, but, you know, we're, main, we're talking about managing the stress, not the recovery side of things. Anyway, another good way to manage physical stress is, is recover while exercising. Now, this one I got taught during my Ironman training block. Again, mentioning that like I did last week. Um... It was the purpose of the Sunday run. Like you would smash yourself on the Saturday and your body would just be completely broken down. Um, then come Sunday, you got to go for a, like a two and a half hour run and your body's already fucked from Saturday. You've already done, like Saturday was usually eight hours. Um, you've already done eight hours of physical activity. Your body's smashed and you come to Sunday, you got to run for two and a half hours. The purpose of that run was not to go out and run hard. It was to just run at a comfortable pace for two and a half hours and get time on the legs and help aid the recovery process. It was almost active recovery. Same as the Monday session. The Monday swim was never hard. It was always just a swim to like aid the recovery process while getting some volume in. Um, that's the best way to do it. If you If you need to train you know, a stupid amount of time, then start to incorporate some active recovery sessions within it where you can build your volume while also recovering. 
That might be 30 minutes of steady-state cardio on a bike. It might be a like, nice, easy run. If I were you, I would avoid running. The only reason with the Ironman, it was because you needed to build that run leg. Um, but if you could avoid running, it's pretty high impact. Swimming is better. Swimming is probably the best thing for like active recovery stuff. I love it. Um, it makes up a big chunk of my program and it always helps. Like I noticed when we couldn't swim, I was feeling the pinch of my training more because we were you know, subbing in more of other stuff. I felt it. It hurt. Um, as soon as we got back to swimming, it was like, this is nice. Like you get that recovery. You get to break your muscles down, move it without, you know, putting heavy, heavy loads through them. So really try and incorporate some active recovery stuff in your training. If you want to try and build that volume, like if you're looking to, you know, put on muscle, that's why bodybuilders, you know, they walk for cardio. That's a good way to build cardio, like do cardio without impacting your body too much. Um, so I feel like I went a bit on track there, but managing physical stress, if you want my overall opinion on the best ways to manage your physical stress, program, 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 program. If you program it right, you're not going to have to deal with that problem. Um, so, and try and stick to the program. Don't go too far off. If you go too far off, that's where you risk injury. So program and stick to the program. Um, now managing mental stress that this one is a little more complicated than, the physical stress because it's easy to program something like if you program your physical activity you know exactly what you're in for and you can do it whereas physical is like you know you don't really know what's going to happen to you in your everyday life you don't know what's going to happen when you go down the shops you don't know what who's going to say what to you like you can't predict it um so there are a few ways that i try and monitor mental stress this is not my forte um this is stuff that I'm kind of picking up through seeing my psychologist. So just helpful little things that I'm picking up to try and help manage mental stress instead of just burying it, trying to actually, you know, face it and deal with it and kind of move past it. Um, so the first red flag for me is how I'm acting towards people around me. If I'm getting a little snappy, a bit narky, um, a bit short, then it's like, all right, what's going on? So then that brings me to my next question, like, Oh, hang on. No, that's in the next part. But yeah, if I'm getting a bit snappy, a bit narky, then it's like, all right, well, what's what's actually going on? Why am I rea reacting like this? Um, you might feel like you just want to lay around in bed all day. Like you just feel like you just can't do it anymore. You just want to lie in bed. It's another telltale sign. It's like, all right, maybe you're getting a bit too overwhelmed mentally um, at the moment. For me, it kind of goes hand in hand with training. Um, if I start to overload myself physically then mentally i start to get overloaded as well and then i start to feel like i just want to fucking quit that's when i know i need a bit of a break um or even just to dial it back a bit um do you feel feel overwhelmed by the thought of everything like if you feel really overwhelmed by the thought of absolutely everything then you probably need a break do you feel like you just want to disappear for a few weeks now this one gets me when i'm like really ready to fucking um snap like if i feel get the feeling like i just want to disappear for a couple of weeks from the face of the earth that's when i'm like all right you need a you need a break man you need to fucking chill out and um the way i kind of do that if any of these are really kicking off then what works for me is try diving deeper into it like why are you acting this way like what has caused you what's what's happening at the moment or what have you experienced that's kind of causing you to react the way you are towards other people yourself situations like why are you short-tempered why are you acting the way you are like what has kind of caused it what is the root of it um set aside time for you 
So I just use, I usually use my long, or I have been using my long rides runs. I'll just, instead of listening to a podcast, I'll just take the headphones out and I'll just think about it, process things, you know, try and take in the, the take in nature around me um, and just absorb it because, you know, that helps me process things that have been bothering me, things that might be working me up, stuff like that. It just, it really helps me process and get through it. Um, another one there, you know, get into nature get into nature and get out there and just absorb it you know hang around dogs dogs make you feel fucking fantastic or pets for that matter it doesn't have to be dogs it can be dogs cats fucking cows whatever you want animals always make you feel better so you know go hang out with them for a bit they don't judge you they don't say anything just fucking speak to them and they'll make you feel over the fucking moon um could be speaking to someone could be a friend a psychologist a partner anyone speak to someone about it you know why is it bothering you what's happened you know maybe they did something like speak to them and just tell them oh when you did this you made me feel this way doesn't mean that you've done something wrong it's just that this is how i felt and i need to try and like work through that and i don't understand you know why and just kind of talk through it don't accuse them of making you feel that way you know just say that it made you feel that way it's not their fault it's just, you know, you felt that way because of maybe something that happened to you in the past. Um, take a day off. Take a day off without putting any pressure on yourself to perform. I heard a quote, like perform to a certain standard. I heard a quote recently that was like, if you sit down on the couch to, to unwind and watch Netflix or switch off and watch Netflix or, you know, go on social media or whatever, but the entire time you're sitting there thinking of all the things that you need to do, then you haven't switched off you're still switched on like if you decide to set yourself all right this evening i'm gonna do nothing but watch netflix then sit down and watch netflix fuck everything you've got to do just sit down and pay attention to watching netflix that's your task don't worry about anything else give yourself time off get immersed in whatever you're watching and just enjoy the shit out of it don't put pressure on yourself to do other stuff um like these ones, men managing mental stress is really complicated. Physical stress is easy. It's my fucking, you know, not my cup of tea, but it's easy to understand. And it's literally just follow the program. Um, next up is, so recovery therapies. Now this one is, I've included low intensity exercise or active recovery in this one as well. Um, where it probably goes into both like managing physical stress you do do lower intensity stuff but this one like just um yeah managing like low intensity exercise is a is a therapy is a recovery therapy because it helps move it helps blood flow helps move toxicity in the muscles gets everything moving again and it just breaks everything down breaks down that soreness like if your legs are fucking so if your legs are sore get them moving do something to get them moving and get the blood flowing there even if you're injured um i remember i did my ankle a few i did my ankle like five three three or five years ago i don't know i did my ankle and i was told it was like it's going to take six weeks to get better and i needed to get better in two weeks so i could play a game of football and i spoke to my physio and i was like what do i need to do to get it going he's like move it move it the sooner you get it moving the sooner you can start doing things to rehab it and get it stronger and get it back so it was just move it, move it, move it, move it. Get the blood flowing, get blood there, and it would pull out all the, the toxicity, pull out the fluid, ice it to like reduce the swelling, and just get it moving, get it moving through full range of motion. And I was back in two weeks. Um, so movement is fucking works wonders. Like most injuries, 
the quicker you can get back to moving, the quicker you're going to recover. Obviously, listen to your physio. Um, don't go moving something that's snapped and then snapping it even more. But if you can move it, fucking move it and, and get going. The sooner you can put pressure on it, fucking use it. Um, next up, cold plunge. Uh, great for reducing inflammation. Increases blood flow. Like, think about it. Jump in. All your blood rushes to your core to keep your core temperature at a nice level. Get out. Blood rushes everywhere again. Um, so, like, it just helps flush things out and increases blood flow. Um, plus, it helps building tolerance of the cold. Sauna. Increased production of heat shock proteins, which increases or it's shown to increase protein synthesis um, which helps repair muscles it's also shown to reduce all-cause mortality by like for everyone who uses i think more than 60 minutes a week if you do uh, sauna for more than 60 minutes a week it reduces your all-cause mortality by a ridiculous amount um motorbike sounded like it was a fart yeah uh also increases blood flow and it feels fucking cool so and you get better at dealing with heat. So with the cold plunge and the sauna, you get better at tolerating heat and to- better at tolerating cold. It's the best. Stretching is another recovery therapy or what I'm calling it. You know, sitting down and do some active stretching or passive stretching. Either way, whether you're like moving through range of motion or sitting there holding a stretch. Um, great way to, you know, recover. Loosen up muscles that might be tight and might be causing you to, might be forcing you into uncomfortable positions. Mine is my back if my glutes start to get really tight my back starts to go and it doesn't feel very good so i usually jump down i'll do some stretching on my hips my glutes hammies and just try and loosen that whole area up and get it functioning at its optimal level again Um, another therapy is massage again it increases blood flow to the area like you go see a physio or a massage therapist they're going to get down they're going to you know they get what they do is they get down and they what's it called like micro tears in the muscle and it just increases it draws more blood there um the same as dry needling they get in they get right to the spot and it it creates you know a bit of trauma draws blood there and it helps heal the injury um and this one goes like i know i take magnesium for my sleep but this is a different magnesium take magnesium for muscle um, soreness I think so you can either have an Epsom salt bath, bath which is basically magnesium or you can take a magnesium supplement um, to help aid muscle recovery as well that's another fantastic recovery therapy it's simple just fucking smash some magne- magnesium and you're good to go um, now for mental recovery therapy you can see a psychologist which is can be expensive but also beneficial or float tank do things that make you feel kind of relaxed, happy, free, and like don't put pressure on you. Like for me, I like cooking. You know, sometimes I'm like, great, I'm just going to cook. And that's, you know, a bit of a release for me. It makes me feel good. So do things that make you feel good, basically. Um, now, number five. Well, yeah. Number five, recovery tools. Now, these are more of an added bonus or an added privilege um, to the recovery pyramid. Not necessary at all, but they help. So, this includes things like massage boots, massage gun, foam rolling, lacrosse ball, um, you know, scrape tools and shit like that. They're not ne- they're not, not a necessity. You're not going to fucking, you know, die without using them, but they help. And if you're at the fucking top level... 
any little bit you can get ahead helps. So, you know, for me, I've got a pair of, I've got all these things. I've got massage boots, I've got a massage gun, foam roller and lacrosse ball. The massage boots are great to just lie down and it helps, again, increase blood flow to the area. Um, it breaks down the muscle and it just gets blood flowing there. Massage gun does kind of the same thing. But you've got to be careful with the massage gun. If you have a torn muscle, you don't want to be punching the fuck out of it with a massage gun. Not what you want to do. You might want to foam roll it gently to try and create um, increase blood flow there. But you don't want to punch it with a fucking massage gun. Um, so yeah, these are just more so tools. They do help. They do help loosen up certain areas. And they do like the lacrosse ball really helps getting into areas that you fucking might not be able to get to otherwise with other implements. But they're not nece- not a necessity. They're just more of, like I said, an added bonus um, to help, you know, get you that extra couple of percent. Like if I was to break down the pyramid into percentage, let's say sleep is 40 so let's let's see if I can get the math right first go right. So sleep is forty percent, then um, hot nutrition is thirty, so that gets us seventy. That leaves us with thirty for three. Then we go twenty for um, what was the next one that we covered last week or covered this week? Yeah. So oh, sorry, fucking hell, mate. Sleep's forty, nutrition, hydration, thirty. Stress management is twenty. Recovery therapies are, say, what's that? We've got 10 left. Say, recovery therapies are 8% and recovery tools are 2 or even 7% and 2%. Um, yeah, that's how I kind of view it. So, sleep is 40%. Nutrition, hydration, let's say 30%. Stress management is, say, 15%. Um, then... Let's, I've changed the percentages on myself. Here we go. Plus 30, plus 15. That gives us 85, 15 left. Right. Then recovery therapies, 10% and recovery tools, 5%. Let's say that that is the, the way it works. Um, but yeah, that's those are my recovery secrets from what I've learned, what I've you know kind of learned through my experience of doing this whole thing. Um, you know, take it or leave it. I just thought it would be interesting to put out there. Um, you know, my main priorities, like my priorities are in order the list. Like for me, recovery tools, use them when I, you know, have the time to do them. Even recovery therapies, I only really do that stuff when I've got the time to do it. For me, the, the top three are the big three, like the, uh, the bottom three, sorry. Sleep, nutrition, hydration, stress management are the most important ones to hit. If you can hit them, great. Anything else on top of them is just an added bonus, a luxury. You don't need to do it, but it always helps. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I think I've, I've split this into two parts. So you'll, I'm recording this last week or the week, yeah, when I recorded last week's one, but you're not going to hear this for two weeks. Don't overcomplicate things, Anthony. Just, you know, put it out there when you put it out there. So I'll record, I'll sandwich this in between some other shit. But yeah, hope you guys have a fucking fantastic week, which I'll probably say after this anyway. Adios. And me from the present is back. Although it's both both in the past for you. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed those little... Those other 
blocks to the pyramid. Um, I thought they were very interesting. I obviously didn't create the pyramid. Um, and I realized, like, when I was coming up with percentages, um, as in looking back on it, I was like, I mean, I'm fucking just talking to my ass. So I wouldn't listen to those percentages. Um, I have no idea what I'm talking about. But do listen to the pyramid because it is true. Sleep, nutrition, hydration, stress management, recovery therapies, recovery tools, in that order, uh, from most important to least important. Not saying they're not important, but they're not as important as the others. Um, but I did have a point or a tip that I was thinking about. Um, I mentioned the Rich Roll podcast at the start of this one, and I never thought to mention the plant-based diet and recovery. For me, it has like definitely improved my recovery fucking heaps. Um, absolute bucket loads obviously that's not going to work and may not work the same for everyone but for me since i went fully vegan or fully plant-based obviously there was an adjustment period took me a couple of weeks to figure out that i wasn't eating enough um once i made that adjustment amazing felt fantastic still do so and i feel like i don't know you hit a three three month mark and it just goes up again um but yeah as long as you do it right it's gonna benefit you um whether it's plant-based diet or just eating whole foods you're gonna feel better for it um in saying that though like i do i'm a full i'm an advocate for like a whole food plant-based diet that's me right or die i'm not going to judge you if you eat any differently but if you're eating a whole foods diet full stop then i'm gonna like you know i'm gonna have your back more than if you're just eating a bunch of shit because i feel like a whole foods diet is the way to go for me, it's whole food plant-based, but for you, it could just be whole foods in general. Um, but in saying that, yesterday, when I did my strength session and my swim, I had a really busy day, and all I ate were, were oats for breakfast. Like, not saying that's, like, it's not nothing, but I had oats for breakfast, which is, usually I have a pretty big meal after I train in the morning. Um, this was not that big, and I knew from last week, I went to my swim at, like, 1.30 um, after eating it probably 10 30 and i just fell flat on my ass um it hurt like i almost fucking i felt like i was gonna die in the pool and i knew from experience i was like i I can't have that happen again all i brought all my oats i didn't bring another snack to have before my swim so like ben and i went to get a coffee and i asked the cafe if they had any vegan stuff and they didn't have a lot of options all they had were these little yo-yos and i was like these are going to save my life. So I got a couple of yo-yos and my coffee and they saved me. I managed to make it out of my swim um, and out of the sauna before I started to fucking feel like I was going to die, which was great, which was a win-win. Then I managed to go to Coles and I just got some sugar. I had some scoop and whey lollies and bought some Coles cookies and they saved me even more. So like, I mean, I could have made better. I also got some peaches, but I could have made better choices in that time. But the point of me saying all of this is that um, sometimes there's going to be a point where you need to try and still perform and you don't have access to the healthiest, most like you don't have access to healthy unprocessed foods. You're going to only have options of like heavily processed high sugar foods. And in those moments you are far better off having the shit processed sugar-filled food than not having any food at all if you want to perform because if you don't have any food you're going to go in there and you're going to fall flat on your ass i don't give a fuck what you tell me if you put me against myself who hadn't eaten you know food or hadn't eaten those yo-yos versus me who had eat the, did eat those yo-yos mate 
the person who ate the yo-yos is going to win. So don't neglect, like, yes, most of the time choose, you know, whole foods and stuff like that. But there are going to come times where you're going to need to choose um, the heavily processed shit to fucking survive. And that's what I did. And it felt great. I don't regret it at all. Um, and those cookies are pretty good too. The ones from Coles, the vegan cookies, the chocolate, salted caramel, they're pretty fucking delicious. getting so thirsty oh man um so just to go over a summary of the recovery pyramid um at the bottom of the pyramid sleep then nutrition hydration then stress management being managing physical and mental stress then above that is recovery therapies and right on top the cherry on top of the cake is recovery tools simple the way work on it the way um what was it maslow's hierarchy of needs you know, tick the bottom one off before you move to the next one. Get your sleep dialed, then focus on nutrition, hydration, then focus on stress management. Work your way up. Um, don't go getting, don't focus on recovery tools before you've figured out how to sleep properly because it's not going to do much for you. Um, yeah, fucking stay at it. Anyway, moving on. Um, I am feeling so strong at the moment. It is fucking awesome. I'm, yeah, I am feeling strong. Even my swim yesterday, like I was a bit bit fucked um a bit sore but i felt really strong towards the end took me about 1500 meters after that i was flying oh um so feeling really strong even my exercise even my like strength stuff i'm feeling pretty strong too um i'm just moving well so that makes me feel strong um very happy with that I just feel, yeah, and like, I'm, I feel like I'm just eating the right amount of food at the moment. Like, I haven't pegged back my eating. I'm just, I'm probably eating more than when I was doing my Ironman stuff. So, I'm still doing my Ironman stuff, but, but you know, my blo- my previous training block before Geelong. And I feel I'm really good for it. So, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Um, oh, there's, I'll save that. No, I'll talk about it now. Um, I was thinking, I don't know what I was watching, but I was like, I'm very intrigued by the perspective or the the prospect, I don't know, the prospect of mushrooms and like the introspective nature they're supposed to bring. So I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Maybe I might try, maybe I won't try. Um, But I'm very intrigued by it. So if anyone has any stories that they want to, you know, tell me about, I'd be, I'd be all ears um, because I am very intrigued by the, the prospect of them. Um, in saying that the prospect of introspective natures and whatever um i feel like after seeing my psychologist for a while now i feel like i can read people better like i've always been able to read people pretty good um just pick people apart just from like i don't know i think the way or what i determined by speaking to my psychologist is um you know growing up i had to read the room pretty quick to like try and make myself feel safe so i've always been able to read people pretty well um so she's just helped me read people even better because I'm learning how to read myself, um, which is interesting because I can tell um, I can tell when people are full of shit very quickly, um, whether you're lying to me or to yourself. I can tell. I can pick it apart straight away. Like I know it's it's weird. It's not a good not a good thing. Um, well, it is. It isn't. Isn't like I know if you're telling me you're going to do something when, and you're not going to do it. Like I can tell straight away. I'm like you're full of shit. Um, it's. I don't know how. I don't know how to describe it, but I can tell. I'm pretty good at reading reading people. Um, 
reading people's mind not reading people's minds but reading people's vibes at the moment so if you're gonna be full of shit don't be full of shit with me because i'll pick it straight away um it's just a cool i don't know it's a cool thing it's a cool thing to see like you can see where people are kind of where i was i'm like oh shit you haven't you haven't realized yet like you deserve better and you can do more um and you're still kind of stuck in this loop so like i'll try and you know throw things in there to help people figure their way through but at the end of the day everyone's got to make their own journey got to make their own choices because like i know that from my perspective you could have told you could have come in and told me all sorts of shit and i wouldn't listen to you until i figured it out myself and then it's like oh fuck you were right um so it's just really cool and interesting i guess it's like a i don't know it's like i got a fucking superpower i'd rather fly but you know i'll take it um yeah and then oh yeah that's it i guess that's just, that's all i got for you today except one more thing um so caitlin and i were watching the chase or the chaser last night it's like a quiz show and they had this this lady they call her the dragon mum or whatever and they were like every time someone comes up to like battle her with questions they like oh we're bringing out the dragon mum and it looks like they're releasing her from a fucking cage um and i just pictured i like i don't know why my imagination went there but i just pictured her out the back out the back what can i talk out the back locked in a cage just rattling off quiz answers like 1969 world war ii the nuclear bomb 1876 just in a cage rattling off quiz answers and then like you know the next person the next person to battle her comes up and then they unlock the cage and she runs out there with fucking answers just saying all sorts of shit like alabama grass the pine tree the possum and then they're like all right you know calm down we're gonna ask you some questions i just found it i just thought that was quite a funny tangent to go on um but yeah happy days put my glasses back on oh right so I was, I was trying to get when i first put these on i was trying to get this there's like a i saw like a little mark on the inside of the glasses and i was like what the fuck is that i was you know trying to wipe it off like i tried probably four or five times and i was like what the fuck is that you know the <gasps> couldn't get it off and then i took the glasses away from my eye and i looked at the where the mark was and i was like oh shit it's a reflection of my eye from the inside of the lens um and i was like oh i've just been trying to rub rub my eye off the lens for the last 10 minutes hilarious um and then it led me to remember back to when i was buying the glasses the lady was like would you like to add the anti-reflection coating on the inside of your glasses for an extra 50 dollars?" and i was like no i've never needed that in my life no i will not so i'm convinced that they made them extra reflective um just to spite me i was gonna say reflectionary but i know i figured out that that wasn't a word halfway through saying it oh um i've got i've been looking at this peanut butter jar for ages i've got a fucking 800 these 800 gram mavis peanut butter jars are the bomb for storing stuff um so if you like peanut butter and you like storing stuff in jars buy mavis 800 gram peanut butters fuck the little ones no point you can't store anything in them um so you're better off buying the big ones it might take you you know twice as long to use the jar but you're going to be able to use use a jar of peanut butter but you're going to be able to use it to store so much stuff like that's where i like to store my hummus it's like the perfect size 
Um, so that's a fun fact for you guys out there. Anyway, I'm going to wrap it up. Um, this week I have my, I've got a 20K trail run, which is nice. I want to get out. There. Hopefully it's not raining. I might have to buy some trail shoes. Hmm. I'll sit on that one for a bit. I'm still trying to, still trying to buy my Burks, but uh, not having any luck. Um, not having any luck in my size, which is really annoying. I've I actually reached out to Birkenstock and I was like, "Hey, do you have any shoes in my size?" And they were like, "Not at the moment. We're out of stock. We're you know expecting a new shipment in April, um, so I'm gonna have to wait till April to check again, which is really annoying." Size 47 Burks. They don't have them. Um, why did I say that? Oh, right, new runners. Yeah, I might get trail shoes. I don't know. I'll have to sit on it for a bit and think about it. Um, but yeah, happy fucking days, you know? I've got a two-hour ride, 20K trail run, and I might go watch the Ironman. I don't know. If I go, I'll run while everyone's on the bike because it usually it'll take about three hours for the bike and only take me an hour and a half to run. Ooh, anyway, I uh, hope you guys have a fucking ripper week. This was a, for me, it feels like a really short podcast because I inserted 20 minutes of last week. Um, but yeah, I, what's next week's topic going to be? I'll give you guys the, in, the inside scoop. We're almost at episode 40. That's pretty cool. Um, 33, 34, 35, part 2, 36 is... Ooh. This one could be helpful. I want to lead a healthy lifestyle, but I don't know how. Interesting. All right. Um, so that's next week's topic. So stay tuned for that one. I hope you guys have a ripper week, and I'll catch you in a week's time. Well, it's yeah, probably more than a week's time. Well, you're not going to listen to this now. You won't listen till you won't listen to this until Sunday. So yeah, a week's time from Sunday, depending on when you listen. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty happy with my streak as well that I've been on at the moment with. Uh, making sure I'm dropping podcasts on a regular basis. I feel like I found a good rhythm, so I'm going to try and stick to that. Anyway, um, peace out. I will chat to you guys in a week's time.